0: Is everybody glad to be here tonight? (laughs) We're thankful for this wonderful facility and this air conditioning, I tell you that. (laughs) Well, if you've been with us uh, the last three times that I have been sharing on a Sunday night, we've been in a series on the ways and the workings of the Holy Ghost. And we have been, our text has been out of John chapter 14, verse 16. So we'll look over there in the amplified version. Going to go a little bit different direction Tonight, but we're still going to be talking about how the Holy Ghost helps us in our lives. Are you thankful for our heavenly helper? We've been learning about all of his wonderful attributes and what it means to be filled with the Holy Ghost and to have this helper on the inside of us. And here in John chapter 14, verse 16 in the Amplified, it gives us all the names and the ways that he assists us. It says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you until next Tuesday. No, that he may remain with you forever. Isn't it good news to know that Jesus... The Father and the Holy Spirit will never leave us. They're on the inside of us to help us and to assist us. They're not on the inside of us just hitchhiking through life. Just, you know, like, oh, I need somewhere to go. I need somebody to live in. No, they're there to help us. To surround us. To undergird us. To strengthen us. To counsel us. To be our advocate. Hallelujah. To be our standby. And we've defined those in the past few weeks. If you haven't gotten, if you weren't here for that teaching, you might want to pick up those CDs or listen to it on podcasts. So you'll know, get caught up with where we're at tonight. But tonight we want to go a little bit different direction. And we want to look at the Holy Ghost as the helper of our joy. When you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you get the joy. Of the Lord. When you get born again. You get Jesus. You get the Father. You Amen. get the Holy Spirit. And guess what? There's no such a thing as a sad Jesus. Amen. And there's no such thing as a sad Holy Ghost. Amen. There's not such a thing. Even the Psalmist David said over. And we'll look over there in Psalms 51 verse 12. We'll look at this one in the King James Version. I love this passage of scripture. When you get born again. Joy is part of our salvation. I dare say there's not anybody in here that when you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you got up from that place or whether you were kneeling, setting, standing, lying down, you got up after you prayed, you didn't say, ah, oh, I feel terrible. I feel so much worse. What a waste of time. Nothing happened. No, every one of us know when we received Jesus, we remember that moment when he came on the inside of us. We remember that burden that rolled away. We remember that peace that overwhelmed us. We remember that lightness in our heart. We remember that joy and that happiness that came. The psalmist David knew something about it. He wasn't born again and per se, but he knew what it meant to, to turn his life over to God. He said this in Psalms 51 verse 12, he said, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Don't you like that? The Psalmist David wasn't singing when he got, when he received Jesus, when he, uh, when he had God in his life. He wasn't singing, He hath made me sad. He hath made me sad. No! He was singing, He hath made me glad. He hath made me glad. Remember that day when you got glad. There was a new spring in your step. I know there was a smile on your face. You may have been crying, tears of joy and tears of relief because you had finally come into contact with your creator. There's like a homing device in every single person on the face of this earth. Just like those folks that Danielle and different ones talked to today that were in a cult and they may have some sort of a head knowledge of Jesus, but they didn't know him. When you ask the right questions, they were like, no, I don't have him living on the inside of me and Amen. every single human being has this desire and this need to know the Lord Amen. Yeah. because he created us yeah. to love him right. he created us to come into fellowship with him and when we find him he, he's not lost but when we yeah. receive the Lord Jesus Christ yeah. Something happens on the inside of us. You can remember that day there was a smile on your face. And something else. I love how this says here. Uphold me with thy free spirit. When you get born again, there's no bondage. When you get born again, it's not a list of do's and don'ts. You don't get born again and then the Spirit of God says to you, now you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't wear this, you can't go there. No, it's not a spirit of bondage. It's a free spirit. But the wonderful news about it is when we get free, when our burdens Are rolled away, then our desires change. It's not a don't, it's not a bondage, it's a freedom. It's a freedom to live. For Jesus, it's a relief to know, hey, I don't have to do the things I used to do to get peace. I don't have to take all the junk I used to take to be able to get a good night's sleep. I'm free. Hallelujah. I'm free from the guilt of the past. I'm free from the torment that used to keep me awake at night. It's freeing. Hallelujah. To get Born again. And when we get born again, there's pure joy that comes along with it. Now, all of us know that in this thing called life, this journey called life, there are things that come that sap this joy. When we get born again, we've got, like the psalmist David said, the joy of my salvation. But the things that we deal with on a regular basis, they can cause that joy to get sapped. And that joy to be drained out of us. And that's why he gave us a way to keep that joy stirred up. He gave us a helper to make sure that that joy level doesn't get low. And that helper is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the helper of our joy. Hallelujah. He helps us in so many ways, but he will help you keep that joy level full on the inside. I've been full and I've been empty and full is much better. The fuller, the better. When it comes to the Spirit of God and when it comes to the joy of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Now, over in Acts chapter 13, verse 52, in the Amplified version, it connects these two together. Being full of joy and being full of the Holy Spirit. Acts 13, 52, in the Amplified, it says, And the disciples were continually... Filled throughout their souls with joy and the Holy Spirit. Everybody say this filled, filled. With, joy with joy and the Holy Spirit. Being continually filled. We know that in Acts chapter 2 was the initial outpouring of the Holy Ghost. We've looked at that when they, the 120 in the upper room, it says that the Holy Spirit came upon them and they began to speak with other tongues. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. But if you study the book of Acts, you'll see that there were several times where there were In fillings and there were refillings of the Holy Spirit because like I said, we leak the things that we deal with during our life and during the day. So it's like you can't, you take one drink of water and that's refreshing. And that's good. But if you want to stay refreshed, you got to drink water all day long. And the spirit, a type of the spirit is water. If you want to stay full of water, you got to keep drinking it in. If you want to stay full of the spirit, you got to continually pray in the Holy Ghost. And stir up the gift on the inside of you. And keep that joy rekindled. Amen? Do all of you believe that? Well, then could you notify your face? <laughs> Hallelujah. Because some of you are looking at me like, what's this got to do with anything? It has everything to do with everything. Because the Bible says in Nehemiah 8, 10, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We need strength. In this day and in this hour. We're not going to be able to run our race and finish our course. And accomplish all that God wants us to accomplish if we're weak. And if you don't have joy, you don't have strength. If you don't have strength, you're weak. And you won't be able to hold up under the pressures of life. And you won't be able to run at full speed. It's time for us to run and not be weary. The Bible says in Psalms in Isaiah chapter 40, they that wait up on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall r- mount up with wings as eagle. They shall run and not be weary. How many of you want to run your race? Amen. How many of you want to finish your course? We want to run our race. We don't want to crawl our race. We don't want to have to just be dragging ourselves to the finish line. We want to be strong. We want to run our race in the strength of the Lord. And the only way that you're going to do that is to stay full of the joy of The Lord. And I'm trying to help you tonight to see how do we keep that joy level high. Let's look over to Ephesians chapter 5. I know this is very familiar ground for a lot of you. But we have a lot of new folks. And I just felt in my heart. You know, sometimes we assume, oh, everybody knows this. Everybody knows that. Even if you think you know it, we need to be reminded. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. And we'll just look at this one in the amplified version. Ephesians 5.18 in the amplified. And do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery. But ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Ghost. Ever be filled in the King James be being filled, which denotes continuous action. It's not a one time thing. I'm sure most of you drove your car here tonight and maybe your car was on But if you drive your car all week long and you want to come to church next Sunday, you may have to refuel your car before you can get where you want to go. Well, folks, our spirit is like a tank. You can be full Of the word of God. Or you can be empty. You can be full of the spirit. Or it can be way down there on E. You can be full of the joy of the Lord. Or your joy can be sapped. And you know what? We don't need anybody to tell us. I was doing a women's meeting one time, and there were some. Fo- we were having a joy service. God was ministering to people, and there were a few ladies that didn't look like they much wanted to participate. So I said, "Okay, I got a joy meter," and I was going around, and I was going, "Hmm, hmm. <laughs> well, pretty full right here. Yay! It's over on the full meter." Then I was going to some of them that looked like they'd been sucking on sour persimmons. Hmm, not you, not you. Just in illustration. Little E, little E there. It was so funny. So, you know, I'm just... I didn't have a joy meter, but, you know, in my heart, seriously, though, in my heart, I could kind of sense where people were at. And this lady started, came up to me and she said, Oh, bring your joy meter over here. My friend is really on E. I mean, she really thought I had something in my hand. But anyway, so y'all better smile and be happy tonight. Or I might bring my joy meter back there. Anyway says here, do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery, but ever be filled and stimulated. The Jordan translation of verse 18. I love this. It says, get tanked up on the spirit. <laughs> get tanked up on the spirit i'm not going to ask for a show of hands but i know that we had some little guzzlers out there you know what it means to get tanked up on the spirits. so of this world you know what it is like to get tanked up maybe over at the hollow leg i hope none of you spent a lot of time over there but many of you know what that is like and isn't it interesting that alcohol is called a spirit why is that because it's a counterfeit for the real deal we don't need a fake and a counterfeit spirit to get tanked up on. We don't need a fake and a counterfeit spirit. To be happy. Or to have joy. Folks just get in and drink in of the Holy yeah. Ghost. Right. The real spirit. The Holy Spirit. Get tanked up. Yeah. On the spirit of the most high God. I can remember when I grew up. In a, in a good great Pentecostal church. And our Sunday night services were wild. And we would go to the altar. And we would pray in the spirit spirit, we'd have wild times just getting full of the Holy Ghost. I'd go to school the next day and many of my friends would be talking about what they did on the weekend. Oh, we went to this cowboy rodeo thing, you know, that we didn't have a lot of bad drug addicts, but we had a lot of cowboy Coors beer drinkers in my school. So, I mean, they'd be talking about how many kegs of beer that they drank and how much tobacco that they chewed and all of that stuff. What did you do? Well, I drank this weekend too, but I drank of the spirit of the living God. They came in with their eyes all red and hangovers and I came in happy. Hallelujah. Yeah. And like I told you last week, and I was really smart too. I was an excellent student while they were falling asleep from hangovers. I was getting A's glory to God. It pays to be filled with the Holy ghost. Amen. I know things happen in life and this says here, for us to ever be filled. And stimulated. It's amazing to me. When I know that people have been going through difficult times. And they come cruising into church. Pastor Mark is full of the word of God. Full of the spirit. PT is full of the word of God. Full of the spirit. The worship team is going for it. And I'm telling you. The spirit is moving. And people could get filled. And people could get refreshed. But it's almost like you can look back. And see people sitting there. I'll take $5 worth, please. $5 worth? Are you kidding me? How much would $5 worth get you in your tank? Not very far. If you went to a gas station this day and you said, $5, please, you might be able to make it to In-N-Out Burger, but that's about it. Not going to get very far. But we do the same thing in the realm of the Spirit. When the Spirit of God is available, we could get refreshed. We can get saturated. We can get filled up. And we say it, you know, maybe not. We're not saying it out loud. But by our actions toward the, toward God, we're saying, five dollars, please. Just a little sip. Just a little dab will do me. Just so I can make it for another couple of days. He doesn't want you uh, going through life on fumes. Be filled to overflowing. And then it says here, be ever filled and stimulated what's a stimulant do? It wraps you up, hallelujah. It wakes you up. Jehovah Java wakes you up in the morning. You know what that is? That's coffee. Coffee is a stimulant. Well, the Holy Ghost can act like a stimulant in our lives. If you're having a hard time getting up in the morning and doing what you need to do, start praying in the Holy Ghost. Rev your engines up. Praying in the Spirit. It'll wake you up. This even right here in this verse up above where we read, it says here in verse 14, wherefore he saith, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. The Holy Ghost will wake you up out of sleep. If you are asleep And you don't know what time it is. You don't know what day and hour that we're living in. You don't know how soon Jesus is coming. You don't know that the kingdoms of darkness and the kingdoms of light are clashing like never before. And you just got your head down and you're just got your nose to the grind. And you're just doing your same old, same old every day. It's time to wake up. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, get filled with the Holy Ghost. If you are filled, stir him up. Pray much in the Holy Ghost. We read over there in John in the previous weeks how that the spirit of truth will show you things to come. Folks, there's some things to come in this day and in this age. There are some things that we need to be prepared for. We need to be alert and we need to be awake. We need to know what hour and what day and what season that we are living in. And the Holy Ghost will help you. He'll show you what you need to know. He'll give you guidance and direction. And he'll keep us on the right path. Now, how do we stay full? I say it a lot, you know, be full, be full, be full. And people sometimes say, well, how do you do that? Well, the answer, the word of God answers itself. Verse 19 gives us one way to stay full. In the King James Version of (laughs) Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. How do we stay full of the spirit? We speak to ourselves in Psalms. We just worship God from our heart in hymns, In spiritual songs, you can have a spiritual song in your known language, or you can sing to the Lord in tongues. That's why we always, most of the time anyway, during our worship service, we give you the opportunity to lift your hands and to lift your voice and to sing out of your spirit. These folks tonight, it was amazing, awesome job. They came ready to lead us to the throne of grace. And the songs that they sang had an anointing on them. And that is part of building ourselves up by singing hymns, by singing songs that we know unto him. But there's also value in you singing in the spirit. Singing with your heavenly language. It will cause you to be built up. It will cause you to stay full of the spirit. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Singing in the spirit. Praising the Lord. Keeps us full. Keeps us stimulated. And keeps our joy level stirred. The fuller the better we are of the spirit affects our joy level. They go hand in hand. We're going to look at Romans chapter 14, 17 in the King James version, Romans chapter 14, verse 17 in the King James version. Hallelujah. Anybody being exhorted and provoked to pray more in the spirit, to sing in the spirit, to keep the joy stirred up. Glory to God. Romans 14:17 For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but it's righteousness and peace and joy where in the holy ghost righteousness peace and joy where in the holy ghost If you're having trouble with sin consciousness, that the the enemy is beating you up and saying, you're an unworthy worm, you are unrighteous, you missed it, you failed so much. Of course, you need to go to the word of God and meditate on the in him scriptures. But you also need to pray much in the Holy Ghost because Jude 20 says building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy ghost. So when we pray in the Holy ghost, it causes our spirit man to be the one that gets stronger. And the stronger we are on the inside, the more your mind will be quiet. The more your body will be in subjection and shut up. Amen. Because it says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. If your peace is disturbed, what are you going to do? Meditate on the Word of God and then you're going to pray much in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And not an anxious, shotgun, nervous kind of prayer. You know, just like, ah, all uptight and all nervous. No. Pray from a place of faith. Pray. In the spirit. And let the calm and the peace of the Holy Ghost be ministered unto you. Amen. Amen. He will give us the peace of God that passeth all understanding. And then it said there's joy in the Holy Ghost. There is no sad Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We need to pray much in the Holy Ghost and see who we are. In Christ Jesus. Our kingdom rights. In, in the kingdom of God. Is that we are healed. We got peace. We got joy. Our needs are met. We have authority to use his name. A right relationship. With our king. Produces joy. If you're in the kingdom. Or how many of you are in the kingdom of God. Then that means you have a relationship. With. With your king. Hallelujah. And that knowing that. Just knowing you're in right standing with him. Brings joy. Amen. Psalms 32 11. David said this in the Amplified. Be glad in the Lord. And rejoice you uncompromisingly righteous. You who are upright and in right standing with him. Shout for joy all you upright in heart notice he didn't say rejoice you who are uptight not uptight we're upright hallelujah and we are in right standing with him let's practice shouting for joy right now Woo! hallelujah thank you Lord I shout for joy and I now you're right there in Romans look at look over at Romans 15 13 we'll look at this one in the amplified praise God hallelujah we are the righteousness of God we have peace and we have joy in our kingdom There's not confusion in the kingdom of God. There's not disturbance. There's not sickness. There's not death. There's righteousness, joy, and peace in this kingdom that we belong to. Here in Romans 15, 13 in the Amplified, it says, May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Do you believe God? Do you believe his word? Well, then what should be happening in our lives? Joy and peace through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing. I love this bubbling over with hope. When we get filled with the spirit of God on the inside of us, something begins to bubble up. It's bubbling. It's bubbling. It's bubbling in my soul. What's bubbling up? Joy. Peace is bubbling up. Hallelujah. Hope is bubbling up. Why? Because I believe that it will be even as it was told me. Do you believe the word of God? Yeah. Do you trust your heavenly Father? Do you have faith in the work of salvation? Then we don't need to be sweating and stressing and straining because we're in the kingdom of God. We <coughs> we belong to Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! And there's joy and there's peace in knowing Him. Don't let the attacks of life steal. Your joy. Stir up the joy of the Lord by praying in the Holy Ghost. And when you begin to stir up the joy of the Lord, we need to give expression to that joy. I'm not going to tell you how you're supposed to rejoice, but for heaven's sake, when you got something on the inside of you, it's going to show up on the outside of you. There's many expressions to the joy of the Lord. Some people just lift their hands and shout. Some people dance. Some people may run around the building. Some people may sing. Whatever it is, release the joy of the Lord. Because it's on the inside of us. And it's good for us to give expression to the joy of the Lord. Some people say, well, you know, I can't act like that in church. Well, why? I don't... I don't believe that because some of the same people that say that if they were to go to a Raiders game or a 49ers game, they're just going crazy and making a fool of themselves. Folks, if we will release the joy of the Lord on the inside of us through expressing it, something might break in your life. You may step into a freedom and a liberty that you have never known before. A good friend of ours, he was an excellent teacher, teacher. Of the word of God. And he, you know, he believed God. He confessed the scripture and he was in praying one day and he's bringing all of his needs before the Lord. He's confessing all of his thousands of confessions and he gets up and he's about ready to leave. And on the inside of him, he hears this. Are you going to aren't you going to dance? And he said, well, no, I wasn't planning on it. (laughs) And the Holy Ghost said, father likes it. When you dance, he said, really? Yeah. He says, you've been praying. You've been confessing, but father likes it. When you dance, it's an expression that you are believing God. It's an expression that it is done in Jesus name. You know, when you shout and act like everything's gone good, it makes the devil Nervous he doesn't like it when we act like everything is going good, when all hell might be breaking loose. Brother Hagen says this faith shouts and rejoices. And is glad. Amen. Another man of God said. If you don't rejoice. The devil will think that he is winning. Well he's not winning. That's right. He's defeated. And we don't That's care right. what he throws at That's us. Right. We're going to choose yeah. to rejoice. Yeah. You can choose right. to yeah. rejoice. You, you can yeah. praise and be raised. That's right. It's our decision. Amen. We're not yeah. going to go down. Hallelujah. So right. this friend of ours. He said okay. If father likes it. When I dance, I'm going to dance. And he was a white boy, so he got up to try to dance. And he said, it's pretty bad when you're intimidated trying to dance and it's just you in the room. <laughs> didn't have any rhythm, didn't have any moves, just started out by faith. But sooner or later, the Holy Ghost took hold together with him and he just had a new thing come upon him and now he's wild and crazy for god but you know what there's a liberty and there's a freedom in releasing the joy of the Lord. I'm not telling you you got to act, you know, goofy and crazy and all of that stuff. But do something. Express what's on the inside of you. If the only thing you can do is smile, start there. One definition of rejoice is to brighten up your face. Smile a while. Give your face a rest. Hallelujah. If you're smiling on the inside, smile on the outside. How many of you are thankful for what God has done? How many of you are willing to drink in of the Spirit of the Living God tonight? (laughs) Let's all stand. Let's just be willing to drink in of the Spirit of God tonight. We'll just start out just by praising Him. Hallelujah. Start out by praying in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now everybody can shout. Everybody can shout. Woo! Hallelujah! Shout! Say this: if you're dealing with back trouble, if you'll run right now, you'll be healed. Anybody in here dealing with back pain? Get out in the aisle and just run. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Just run. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive. joyous laughter. You know, you don't have to have a sensation to laugh. You can laugh by faith i 've been doing a lot of research on laughter. Jane was helping me out. It was amazing what happens to our body when we laugh, and one of the interesting things is, is medical science of course they 're finding out they 're discovering all of the benefits and I love this one thing it said, "Go ahead and laugh, even if you have to fake it. your body doesn 't know the difference <laughs> Your body still gets the benefits. One of the things about laughing it said is a hundred belly laughs is equal." To 10 minutes on a rowing machine. Oh, ha, 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 ha.